Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's teaching is Six Leadership Core Values for Healthy Relationships. Healthy relationships don't just happen automatically. They're the result of intentionality and investment in those relationships. Just as a gardener or farmer is not going to automatically have great crops just because he throws a few seeds around, it takes an intentional plan to have good harvest. And it's the same way with relationships. I'm going to be taking six of the core values out of my book, Help, I Am a Pastor, which is practical wisdom for church leaders. This book has 80 core values for church leaders. But you know what? These core values, most of them are going to be applicable to any kind of relationship situation where we want healthier influence. So I'm going to take six. I'll I'll read the core value. I'll read what I have in the book. And then I'm going to make just, just some additional comments. The first core value is this is I embrace seasons of building trust in the eyes of those I lead. In any ministry assignment I have, one of my first priorities is to behave in a trustworthy manner. I realize if people do not trust me as their leader, I will need to manipulate and use fear to control them in order for them to follow my leadership. And this is just so important, you know, just to understand that in any leadership assignment, one of the greatest things you're doing in the beginning is building trust. And that means that we build trust by following through on what we're saying, apologizing when we're wrong, inviting people in on decisions that will impact them or they have the expertise in that, understanding the history of the organization, understanding the history of the relationships, being a great question asker, placing value on the people and on the past. All of these things are going to help to build trust. And I can't overemphasize this because many charismatic type leaders don't build the trust act in manners where people cannot trust them, and then they expect those people to follow them in big vision and great things. So that's that's the first one. The second one I want to mention is this. I build bridges in my teachings to help people move into the deeper things of God. I honor people's need to understand the scriptural support For what I am saying, as well as my personal testimony concerning the emphasis I am making. When I share truths that challenge old paradigms, I strategically say something like, this is what I am not saying, to help people mentally grasp what I am saying. And certainly I know I'm talking to leaders on this podcast. You're not leading in a church. You may be leading in a business. You may be leading in home or education and whatever. And so the scriptural basis may not be as applicable, but even so, your own personal story connected to that in any other documentation that would support 
the directions you're going. And I, you know, I'll just talk to those of you who are in church leadership right now, and especially revelatory teachers, and I know there's some who are listening, and you're excited about new revelation. You're excited about helping people get out of old wineskins and old models. And I'll, I'll tell you this, I have, in my zeal in the past, not understood how I was coming across and people did not receive what I said. And then I, I labeled those people as having a religious spirit or, or that there was something else wrong with them. So two ways, if you're ministering in the church and you're a teacher to have healthy relationships where people actually receive what you're saying is give strong scriptural basis. And number two is, is give your own journey within that truth and anticipate, anticipate objections to what you are presenting. Anticipate those in advance and answer them. Great leaders, great speakers, anticipate the anxiety points of what, of, of what the people will have concerning what you're presenting. And those anxiety points are answered proactively and not reactively. And you're a great leader who's listening to this. That's part of building bridges so people can accept what, what we say. Third core value that I want to mention today is I believe people's negative qualities are usually immature characteristics of positive qualities in their life. I identify the positive side of the negative traits I see in people's lives. As much as possible, I affirm the good part of their tendencies. As I do this, it increases my heart connection with them and it increases the likelihood I can bring, I can help bring any needed adjustments in their life. This is such a good core value of healthy relationships uh, because once we become judgmental, once we become negative, once we turn sour concerning the people in our life, then that alone is going to create very much of a difficulty ever to have a healthy relationship with them. So I'll say it again. People's negative qualities are usually immature characteristics of a positive quality in their lives. You know, I've had people that I've led who, who talk too much, <laughs> talk too little. Like the person who talks too much, I'm just, I'm excited. I, I, I'm thankful that they're expressive. <laughs> I'm thankful that they, they love to communicate. I'm thankful that they love to contribute. And you know, just as you become thankful for these kind of things, your heart warms toward them. And once your heart warms toward them, then you're much more able to help them. You know, in, in Matthew 7, Jesus says, you know, don't, uh, don't try to take a speck out of your brother's eye when there's a log in your own eye. First take the log out of your own eye, then you'll see clearly. And to remove the speck out of your brother's eye, often the log in our own eye, it's not just behavioral problems we're having, but it's attitudinal problems. That's usually the biggest log. It's a lack of love. So that's a number three 
core value. Number four core value is I pursue relationships with the strong influencers and places I am called to lead. I want to know the heart of the people influencing our ministry, whether they are official leaders or strong personalities without a ministry title. I also want them to get to know my heart. I realize it is not wisdom to empower people to influence our ministry when there is not a good heart connection between them and the church leadership team. And again, we take these principles and we can apply them into non-ministry settings. Pursuing relationship with strong influencers is vital for healthy relationships. Again, whether those influencers have a title or not. Now, the, the reason for this is because when you pursue relationship and you ask questions and you ask people to hear their story, and once you hear people's story, that could be a whole other core value on asking questions. But once you actually hear people's story and understand them, it's again going to put you in a better heart position in relationship with them. And it's going to give you the opportunity to express your heart and your needs in that relationship. Core value number five is I regularly educate our people about our ministry's philosophy and process of decision making. I do this especially with matters that could be controversial or confusing. As much as possible, I share the behind the scenes processes for decision making and the development of ministry philosophies for crucial areas of church life. I have a great ability to communicate this in sermons and other settings. This sharing helps people see the bigger picture for what is happening. And, and so I regularly educate our people about our ministry or organization's philosophy and process of decision making. You know, when we educate our people and we just... We inform them. This is how we think. This is why we do what we do. This is why we don't do that. When you actually take the time making sure your leadership team is educated in your core values, making sure that your, your employees your, of your organization, your ministry attendees, that is, is so healthy. Sometimes we assume people know we assume too much at times, and we shouldn't assume that people understand why we do things. It's better to over-explain. And you should say one of your philosophies is at times seemingly to over-explain just so people will understand it. And lastly, the sixth core value that I want to mention is I tell those I lead who they are much more than I tell them what to do. I understand it is very difficult for people to do what they do not believe they are. Therefore, I spend more time telling them who they are in Christ than I, I do telling them what to do as Christians. Just as the angel unlocked Gideon's future by telling him who he really was, even though he was not yet experiencing that, I do the same for my people. Healthy relationships, again, result from people who actually believe in one another. Healthy organizations, healthy ministries, that health can be accelerated by focusing more on identity than on behavior. 
You know, I, I believe this and I teach on this in the book Culture of Empowerment, that concerning behavioral issues, that we're to tell our people much more who they are than what to do. And I say it's probably 80-20. 80-20, this is who you are. 20% what to do. So those core values are powerful core values. You know, I believe that you who are listening, you're going to the next level of your leadership. Number one, I embrace seasons of building trust in the eyes of those I lead. Number two is I build bridges in my teachings to help people move into the deeper things of God. Number three is I believe people's negative qualities are usually immature characteristics of positive qualities in their lives. Number four is I pursue relationships with the strong influencers in places I am called to lead. And I just want to say this. When we withdraw our hearts from people who disappoint us or scare us, that is going to create dysfunction within our organization. And number five is I regularly educate our people about our ministry's philosophy and process of decision making. And number six, I tell those I lead who they are much more than I tell them what to do. Wow, wow, wow. Six leadership core values for healthy relationships. Again, I want to say this. Healthy relationships are the result of intentionality. It's God's heart that one of the greatest things that we do in our leadership, again, whether this is a church ministry, a business, organization, family, one of the greatest fruits that we are to go after is leaving behind us healthy relationships. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And remember, at Igniting Hope Ministries, we are commissioned and called to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's only hopeless people. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. If something's going to change, somebody's hoping. Somebody's becoming unreasonably optimistic. Our hope level determines our influence level. And remember also, the joy of the Lord is your strength. I don't need joy at the end of the battle. I need joy in the middle of the battle. For pretty much everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. Too many unresolved situations, too many uncertainties for the future. But I tell you this, it's your strength. And the Lord is developing in you the muscle to rejoice with uncertainties and unresolved situations around you. Your joy is going to be your strength to help you overcome and to be all that God's called you to be. Hey, thank you so much for listening. We look forward to having you with us again on another one of our podcasts from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.